Jackie Jarvis has walked over 3,500 kilometres on the Camino trails through Spain. I think some of the bits I'd love you to take away from this story, this message he puts out, is about how we can all do more with less, how we can lighten our baggage, how we can get rid of things. And the emotional load we're carrying is the same as a physical load. So listen out as you listen to Jackie in this next show, talking about the things she's been through and what she's learned as she's walked those 3,500 kilometres and how these ancient pathways across Spain, the Caminos that have been walked for a thousand years, bring a spiritual connection, but actually help her do more in her business by being away and getting their energy. Enjoy the show. And as always, if you have comments or questions, remember to drop me a note at phil at igniumconsult.com or leave me a message on the podcast show notes and please remember to review it because actually that's the only way that other people find this show. And I'd really love other people to benefit from the words of people like Jackie who've got a message to tell which might just help us live our lives a better way, re-engage our purpose, reignite our passion and get more out of our lives. Enjoy the show. So welcome back to the latest edition of the Sparks by Ignium podcast. My name's Phil Rose. I'm your host. In all of the episodes we've been putting together for this podcast, we've always talked about purpose and passion. And we talk about Ignium about re-sparking your imagination, getting yourself back into the business you wanted to create, the business of your dreams. And today I'm joined by my friend and fellow coach, Jackie Jarvis. And Jackie and I have had many conversations over the years, and I've known Jackie in, her, in previous guises in terms of her selling ability. And in this conversation now, we want to talk through a number of things she's done in the last few years, walking the Camino pilgrimages. And Jackie's been kind enough to send me a, a bio, which I think is worth just reading, because it really explains a bit about who she is before we delve into that. And Jackie starts off, the walking business coach, co-founder of Nat Natural Networking and best-selling author, Jackie Jarvis. Walking has always been part of Jackie's life. She's walked through all her ups and downs, gained inspiration from her books, her business, and ultimately the work she does with her clients. And having hiked over 3,500 kilometers on many of the famous Camino pilgrimage routes from Santiago, she knows exactly how transformational the single act of putting one foot of another can be whilst out in nature. Recently, she just returned from a 350 kilometer walk on the Via del Plata, which we'll talk about more later on. So in this podcast conversation, we're going to be talking about Walk and Grow Rich, the book that Jackie's got in her at this moment, and hopefully we'll share with you soon. It's a powerful insight into the business growth and well-being she's gained from her solo hikes across Spain. So with that introduction aside, Jackie, welcome to the Ignium Spot Sparks podcast. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So, so I, I, I said this on the call beforehand, you, you describe yourself as a walking business coach, and I've been on one of your natural networking um, sessions. But tell me a bit about walking business coaching before we go into Camino walking, because I think the two are quite fun to listen to. And I think there's a parallel between the two. What does walking business coach mean? And what is it? Basically, I mean, the uh, the old way of um, coaching somebody would be uh, meeting in an office and, uh, you know, sitting down around a table um, and talking about uh, your business and the challenges that you have and where you want to go. And I just happened to be working with one of my clients in that way. And he was the kind of uh, client that couldn't sit still for the two seconds you know he's always getting up and down and um you know he couldn't concentrate you know uh, for long periods of time so one day I just said to him uh, David you know why don't we um just go out for a walk and talk while we uh talk through some of your challenges and what you're going to do about them yeah. and uh he responded so well to that and loved it so much and it worked really worked for him that that sparked the idea off of could I actually change 
some of my methods of delivering coaching. So whilst I do, like most people, obviously I work on Zoom as well, yeah. um, I started to introduce the idea of, of walk and talk. Mm. As, uh, you know, so I've now been doing that for the last couple of years. And I have a selection of clients that enjoy that um, way of operating. It works really well for them. And uh, so I've continued with it. I also love it because it, it helps my brain to work better as well as yeah. my clients. I love that. And I think that the bit you talked about there in, in terms of it helps your brain to work better as some of the clients. And I know we're going to delve into the uh, the Camino walks because that's one thing you're, you're, I can use the word, famous for in inverted commas because that's yeah. what I've known you doing in the last few years. And that thing about um, unpacking your brain, you you were kind enough to send me some of your latest diary entries, which you've committed to LinkedIn. And I think there's a lot in there about unpacking what's in your mind and and delving into what you've baggage you've taken with you in the past. Yes. So I wonder, is that a good place to start in terms of this this latest walk? I wonder if you could just describe, you know, 350 kilometers. That's no mean feat. So walking 350k on the Via del Plata. Tell us about that. Well, I, as you know, Phil, I, I've done a lot of these Camino, call them Camino de Santiago de Compostela routes, which are actually famous historical pilgrimages. And the Via de Plata this year is actually um, Camino number six. Okay, <laughs> so, right. so I've actually walked these Camino routes. I go and do one each year. Usually it depends on the time I've got available, but it can range from you know a week to three weeks, depending on um, how long I want to do it for. And um, the Via de Plata is, as I said, number six. So I decided to do that this year um, after COVID. It was was actually, um, yeah, it was. It felt more of a challenge going off this year after everything that's happened, as yeah, you can probably imagine. And so, yeah, so that's what I do as my um, personal retreat. Um, that's interesting. And so I take, sorry. Yeah, you, you say a personal retreat. I think that's interesting, isn't it? You go off. How long, how long did you spend walking the 350K? Well, I actually planned a two-week um, walk. So it was actually 13 days of walking, okay. um, 350 kilometres, starting in Seville okay. and walking up through Spain. Um, and each day was probably an average of about 25 to 30 kilometres, although one day was actually 41 kilometres. So wow, that's quite impressive. <laughs> that, that was actually the furthest I've ever walked. But yeah. yeah. So, so, so let's go back in time. This is number six. And, and, and actually, curiously, are they in order? So, so is there an order you do Caminos or is it just whichever takes your fancy? I think it depends. Like most people would would start with if you were thinking about doing um, a Camino. The most famous one is the Camino Francaise, okay, um, which starts at a place called Saint Jean de Pierpont and goes all the way to Santiago de Compostela, and that's five hundred miles. Wow! Um, and that actually takes people can take six weeks to do that. So. Or they can break it down, but that's the most famous Camino, which most people think about when they when they hear about these these routes. The one I've just done is probably one of the more remote routes that you get through fewer people doing. Okay. So I would say there are a number of different routes, different levels of um, difficulty, and uh, also distance and. Uh, remoteness, I think. Okay. Um, so probably the Francaise route, you you tackle first, or at least okay. part of that, if you yeah. were starting. And, and what inspired you to do it? Because you know, as a as a layperson looking at Caminos, you know, I've often enjoyed hiking, walking, but never to walk three hundred and fifty 
kilometers in, in 13 days or further. So what inspired you to pick up your rucksack, put on your boots and get out there and walk right at the beginning? Uh, at the beginning, it was more a case of at that particular at the time, I'm um, probably thinking back six years now. Um, as, as we all know, in, in business, you can go through sort of ups and downs and yeah. at times feel quite overloaded and stressed and kind of not really feeling like you've got hold of your mo mojo. I know that you talk a lot about having purpose. And I think mm. at that six years ago, I was going through a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a low point in my business life. And um, so I uh, was looking for something to do that could um, kind of free me up or give me some space. And um, I bumped into a colleague um, in my local town, actually, and he, okay. uh, he had been a previous client Okay. And he'd been stressed and overloaded and feeling a bit like I had. And he actually had come back, just come back from walking the Camino Frances mm. that I just mentioned. And he looked like completely different. I remember noticing how much energy he had, how he seemed to have a kind of light behind his eyes. And, okay. you know, he was talking excitedly. And I kind of felt like he'd really shifted and changed. Yeah. Um, so I asked him what he'd done. And he told me about the Camino Frances. And... Uh, so I looked into it a bit and I watched a film called, it's quite a famous film called The Way. Okay. Um, it's got Martin Sheen is, is in the film. And I went and watched it and I thought, you know what, that's, that's me. I, I need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I then went off and I didn't do that one in, in, in uh, one big uh, walk. I did it in two parts, but okay. I did it in the same year. Wow. And, and that really was the turning point um what i got from that mm. um triggered this need or this desire or obsession you could call it now complete yeah, <laughs> obsession with i've got to go and do this camino and um i think yeah. even even in when well, we were shut down last year yeah um i managed to find the window and i did a week on a camino called the san salvador um, wow. There were no other pilgrims on it, but I managed to get onto it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, have, I haven't spoilt the kind of do it every year, you know, Lovely. kind of um, commitment that I've made now. And, and I love that about that, you know, that you said about that desire and obsession. But going back in time, you say you you recognise something, and I love your words there about you notice the energy and the light behind someone's eyes because obviously yeah. that person had, had used, used the word shifted and changed. Yes. So so. What was it like when you finished walking that original walk, when you came off it and you thought, I've done this? You did it in two stints, but what did you, can you describe the feeling? Can you remember the feeling you had at that time? Yeah, I mean, I think um, the main thing was, I think the main lesson from that was was actually to do with what you started talking about earlier, which is the, 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 the weight of your rucksack. There was a, yeah. I think you, when you do these things, I realised that quite often, um, our lives are almost a mirror, become a mirror of what's going on on the mm. inside. And I chose at that time, unbeknown to me, to go off on a, a Camino when I was feeling overloaded. Now, okay. I then packed my rucksack, um, which at the time was the first time I bought uh, carrying my, my own gear yeah. for some some years you know so um of course i got the biggest rucksack that existed <laughs> and <laughs> packed it full of just about everything i could possibly fit into it i mean Lovely. i had makeup i had i even had a plastic i think i had a fold away water bucket in there i don't know what, <laughs> what i was thinking about my fold away water bucket but i literally packed the thing solid yeah. and then when i 
got to the Camino to the start, it was yeah. the first time I'd even put this rucksack on. So oh I, I, I sort of, you know, got on my back and I nearly fell over backwards. And um, <laughs> and it was actually the carrying of that weight that yeah. eventually, initially, started to spoil the journey. Does that make sense? That's interesting. In what way? Well, because I was carrying this enormous weight, um, if you imagine carrying 14, I know you've done a lot of running and things, wearing suits and stuff yeah. like that. So <laughs> yeah. You've got some idea what I'm talking about, which is <laughs> carrying a massive great pack on your back. Um, and, you know, my, it was digging into my shoulders, my legs ached, you know, I didn't oh. realise what was involved. And I realised that I actually got angry with myself at the time and yeah. threw the, I remember throwing the rucksack down, um, you know, in anger, because it was actually, I realized it was an exact mirror of, of, the, of the pressure that I put myself under wow. in the UK. So it was almost like I'd taken, you know how you take yourself with you wherever you go. Yeah. And I basically taken myself with me on a Camino for a wonderful experience in, in the fresh air and nature and walking and experiencing this kind of spiritual experience and all I was doing was hulking this great weight yeah. of stuff that I probably didn't need yeah and actually it was exactly the way I was living back Baggage. in the UK with with a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't working commitments that I was making that I couldn't fulfill you know wow. uh, stuff I was carrying and so it was from that moment when I threw the rucksack down um, was when I first heard what I call the voice of slow, which is um, which stimulated <laughs> the, the Go Slow to Grow book, um, okay. which was all about letting go of yeah. that which no longer serves you. And I love that you, you, you say, you know, you, you suddenly heard this voice of, of slow and it stimulated something else because th th there's a big story in there, isn't it, around how you've how you've learned lessons over each one of those walks. But tell me a bit yeah. more about the, the voice of slow. What, what did that what did that say to you? Well, the voice of slow was, I think it was, it was the first what I call spiritual um, kind of message from outside that I kind of felt like I heard. Mm. Um, and, and it was when I'd thrown the rucksack to the ground and I sort of, you know, looked at it in the middle of nowhere and I was like really angry with myself, you know, <laughs> what the hell are you doing, you know? <laughs> and then I kind of almost, you know how you sometimes when you're in your own private moments, you might actually ask for help, you know, yeah. but you're, you don't really know who you're asking. You're kind of going, I need help. I can't, yeah. I just can't do this anymore. I can't do this to myself. And the, the voice that I heard coming back was... Um, it was like a little soft voice that said, have the courage to let go of that which no longer serves you. Mm. And it was a kind of um, kept repeating in my head, you know, have the courage to let go of that which no longer serves you. Mm, lovely. And, um, and that was the thing that shifted me. It was like... Um, I suddenly realised what I'd been doing to myself and how much baggage I'd been carrying, mm. both externally and internally. Mm. And, yeah, so... And it's interesting, isn't it, reflecting on that, that baggage you're carrying externally and, in, and internally, because you mentioned that, you know, prior to that, you obviously were, were in business and business was up and down at that time, and you used that word, yes. you know, losing your mojo and low point. Um, yes. You didn't need to go into what that was, but but thinking through that, so you went through this journey, you, you threw your rucks out, Struck back to the ground, and, and and I love the thought of this 
this voice came up and you you had the courage to ask for help because a lot of people don't do that and i can i can just picture you now on that trail jacket <laughs> throwing your rucksack to the ground and 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 saying out loud or, or in your head but either way but i love that about have the courage to let go of that which no longer serves you so so what did you do well i took the message i think the, the main thing is is some of what this camino does is it gives you um you know you're walking every day out mm-hmm. in nature Okay. And there's there's great rich, richness in just the simplicity of the whole thing. A lot of the time you're on your own. So you're mm. walking alone. Um, you may meet up with other fellow pilgrims in the evenings and things, but you're essentially on your own. Um, mm. And it gives you an awful lot of um, time and space to actually reflect. Yeah. Um, and so all I'd been doing before, if you could imagine what a lot of us do, which is we're, we live in our heads yeah, yeah. We live in the past or the future. Yeah. Uh, we're very rarely present. We carry so much we can hardly breathe sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um, and what had happened is that after I heard that message, I went straight to the next um, obergi that I was staying in. And I actually started unloading all my, my stuff out of my rucksack. Physically <laughs> taking it out, okay. <laughs> and I was giving it away to, to various <laughs> people. And um, an old guy actually got a nice new pair of trousers and a, <laughs> a hat and a shirt and, you know, a belt to try his trousers up with. You know, so I, I kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I offloaded it as much as I possibly could. I love that. And I, then, I, I, <laughs> lovely. So, so, so offloading, so there, there was a physical act of offloading. Yes. But, but at this stage as well, thinking metaphorically in terms of what about the, the, the mental stuff? Did you have to offload things at that point as well, or was that something later that came? Well, I think when you think about it, if you, if you thought, that, Phil, that you could just offload everything in your head that's weighing you down, um, yeah. and that means everything piled up in your unconscious as well, in yeah. one in one hit, you'd, you'd be lucky, wouldn't you? <laughs> Yeah, you'd have, a, you'd have a, a kind of complete detox. So I think what, what's happened is that that original message, um, it's been the theme of all the pilgrimages, if that makes sense, because each year I've gone a little lighter. That's yeah. the only way of describing it. And um, even at times I've sent my pack on, uh, my rucksack on um, what one Camino I did, I, I had overpacked again. And instead of unloading it, I sent, I took the whole thing off, okay. made a day pack and sent paid to have it sent on. Okay. Nice. And it was almost another metaphor for, well, you don't have to do it all yourself, Jackie. Yeah. That's a lovely <laughs> so, story. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the, the kind of this theme of, is it worth carrying, which was the subject of the, um, one of the met, the, extracts from my diary it's been the theme of all these um pilgrimages is about um trying to travel in life an awful lot lighter Um, and that's very important in business too is we spend so much time on things that are really not worth spending time on yeah um and we also spend an awful lot of time living in our heads when we could be much more present yeah and i think those those messages and that um you know, sometimes you need this space to process things mm-hmm. and you can't just be told, oh, um, let go. It's time to let go, Jack. You know? yeah, word, <laughs> Unfortunately, you have to sort of process it yourself yeah. over time. 
Yeah, and I think there's a big thing in that, isn't it? Because everyone says just you know to to let let go. And I think it's interesting. One of the one of the LinkedIn posts you sent me was very much about the physical stuff that you had to let go of. Yes. Uh, and you described in that you you had a list of thirteen things which you or thir- thirteen categories of things you 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 knew they were essential to you. Yes. Um, and it's really interesting looking at that list. And I've got it in front of me now. There's some, there's oh, yeah. some really, you know interesting travel kettle, your flask, <laughs> your filter coffee mug. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some things there, but then there's some really essential things like your guidebook and your call bag for your lunch drive, uh, yeah. a water cold, I say. Yeah. And, but you also say in there, you say, dare I say it, my phone and my portable keypad. Yeah. So, so, so you couldn't detach from everything, but there was a reason for that. So, so what, what type of choices did you have to make around what you did put in your rucksack versus what you didn't put in your rucksack? Yeah, I think the this <laughs> that's a great question. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Um, I suppose the first thing is, is that I had to, you, you kind of know what you can carry. So there was a limit, the size yeah. of the rucksack, yeah. which I bought myself a smaller one so that there was, really? it was impossible. Then I booked myself onto um, uh, a place on a flight where you, you didn't put your baggage through. You could only put it on as a cabin bag and it had to be a certain size. Okay. So that, that actually put a kind of limit around what I could actually carry. <laughs> And then, um, so then I had to work out, well, what can I fit into this? Yeah. And what do I, and what do I actually need on the journey? So what I did was I actually took about a month to pack. It sounds a long time, but I kind wow. of laid stuff out and I was making different decisions probably weekly about what was really essential and what wasn't mm-hmm. and what I could get away with. Um, cause I, I worked out with clothes, how they can double up for the evening and things like that. Um, okay. Okay. and then things like, I know my kettle, most people would say you shouldn't have a kettle, but actually the kettle provided so much comfort, yeah. <laughs> especially on, on the, the distances where you didn't have, um, a coffee stop. Okay. And that little kind of sitting on a rock in the middle of nowhere, you know, yeah. with your little coffee at 1130 or something after you've done about. 15k you know it was quite it was quite nice you know so i love that thought i love that and and i've just written down the word here you know it's a bit about intelligent packing you spent a month doing it and um just just, you know thinking about the you mentioned our business analogies here and and looking at parallels i think there's an there's a a parallel here in business and i know you're going to talk about this in a bit but in terms of you know understanding what is it you need in your business and versus what you don't and and i love your thing about you know you downsized your rucksack when you realize you know you could only get on a certain size plane. I wonder whether some business owners have got too much in their lives in their business that they yeah. they need to go through that same metaphorical thing about you know what can I take on the plane if I really needed to? Yeah, take on the plane or even put in the rucksack because yeah. everybody carries a load. Um, you do, I do, um, every business yeah. owner we work with does, yeah. and um, you know as you know. Uh, one of the hardest things in business is actually letting go. Like we can't ever grow a business if we try and do it all ourselves. Yeah, very true. Um, and there's elements if you want something to grow, um, mm. you have to be able to let go and yeah. delegate and um, get other people to carry a little bit of the load. So mm. I think um, actually understanding what we are carrying and also whether or not what we're carrying is helping us get to the destination or actually preventing us getting to the destination. 
Mm. Um, and also okay. in one piece as well. If you carry, um, like when, one year I carried, um, I stupidly carried a, a smaller rucksack, but it was still too heavy. Yeah. And, and it was very hot. And I remember going up um, a really steep hill, uh, mountain, it was part of a mountain actually. And okay. halfway up, I almost felt like it was really going to damage my back. Um, so I took the rucksack off and I got angry with myself again. With, with 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 putting my health at risk yeah. by carrying something, and we do that in business. We put our health at risk by carrying too much. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? But but sometimes we don't think about it. So you you had the physical burden of the pack on your back going up yeah. the mountain. So you could sit there and you knew something was not right because you could sense it in your body in the physical sense. Um, and I think it's interesting is a lot of business people and people in general don't yeah. recognise they're carrying too much load anyway, and they're you know. Um, from, from a spiritual point of view, a lot of people are shouldering the burden of their business. Yes, they are. Yeah. And they need to let go of something because actually the, the, the physical manifestation of that will come out in physical ailments, but actually it's stuff you're just carrying in your head or carrying in your body. So, so there's something there around you were able to identify it because it physically hurt you. But I wonder what can people do to, to identify the things that they're carrying that they should be just letting go of? Because sometimes it's the pain. You know, if you think about it, I was walking up a mountain and I suddenly felt pain in my lower back. Yeah. And actually that pain turned into, when I got back, which is a few, two years ago, I got mm. back, ended up being a sciatic, um, a disc bulge and a sciatic nerve pain. Wow. Um, which caused me, um, I've still got the remnants of it, a slight foot drop, even though okay. I'm still hiking. Wow. And I suppose the message from that, it's a reminder that, the way my foot is now, which mm. is, it's not at 100% better. It hasn't stopped me hiking. Yeah. But definitely. it it it's a distinct reminder of what happens to you when you overload. <laughs> yeah, so, and I think, um, interestingly, when I went on this Camino, um, I still was carrying a rucksack. It's a lot lighter. But I was still carrying a weight that I normally yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. And then, funnily enough, when I got to the end, I think it was on day, um, about day 12 or something, I stopped at this little um, tiny um, town and there was a Roman spa, um, okay. you know, Sounds a Roman nice. bar spa. And I booked myself in and I went in and had a, a spa bath in there, you know, because I thought, right. And it was fantastic. It was, Love. I was the only one there in the place. And, wow. um, you know, it was one of those kind of real lovely music playing candles, three different pools, you know. Oh, and then it was amazing. absolutely amazing. And then after I came out um, and I started walking and eventually I got back to Seville and I got home, I thought, yeah. I mean, I feel, you know, people saying to me, how's your legs, Jack? You know, how are you? You've just yeah. walked all that way. And I actually felt better. Wow. fitter i had no aches and pains i helped yeah. better and fitter um wow. than than i felt in a long time that's amazing that, isn't it yeah so it just shows you if you look after yourself whilst you're doing this stuff yeah you don't carry too much you make sure you're fit you give yourself space you give yourself a break you can carry a small load yeah <laughs> you know same in business if you actually take proper breaks and you make sure that what you're carrying is is the right stuff yeah and you don't carry too much and then you look after yourself at each destination yeah yeah then I you can that. make the journey 
Yeah, and, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think there's a there's a big metaphor there in terms of we can make the journey if we look after ourselves. And I think the, the other bit when you and I talked before is that, you know this this distraction of everyday life, which where you're walking on the Caminos, you don't have that distraction. You you mentioned to me the other day a lot of people will just walk in silence on Sunday's walk. You join up yeah. with people as you go along. Tell me a bit more about that because I think there's there's interesting things in there about the the, the lack of distractions which enable you to get your head clear. That's right. I think um, anyone will tell you if you go on a, a kind of retreat, like solitude is actually quite important. And I think many of us, depending on how we live, um, you know, but we all end up, me included, I talk a lot, you know, right. because if there are people around or you live with people or you work with people or you're, you know, helping people or connecting with friends and family and stuff, you, it's very rare that we have what I call complete enough solitude. Mm. Mm. and um it's it's funny but unless you when you're walking um you know i do the walking coaching and there's a lot of talking going on the coat the client will be talking quite a bit uh, you'll be listening there's a lot of words yeah um whereas and when you do that a lot of people would say they hardly notice where they were that's interesting. So you hardly notice where you were when you're talking to somebody. Mm. But when you're actually walking in silence, the mindful fitness comes to mind. Um, you become very aware of where you are. Um, you, you're able to listen to yourself as well, which is yeah. someone that very rarely gets heard, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's interesting. It, it, interesting. The thought that's come to my head there is Wayne Dyer, who passed away five or so years ago maybe longer than that now he used yeah. to say that it's the space between the notes that creates the music uh, yeah i love wayne dyer i lit a candle once on the camino for wayne dyer because he he died when he died he passed over when i was on one of the caminos oh, did he and i loved all this stuff and i actually yeah. lit a candle for him on the camino <laughs> wayne dyer. And, and i think it's amazing isn't it because actually, yeah. you know, at the end of the day there's a lot of spirituality in it and i'm going to come to a question in a minute i need to ask you about that but i think there's something there about that you know, we often fill our lives with talking. We often fill our lives with doing, doing, doing. Um, and actually, sometimes we do just need to give ourselves that space to think, to be there. And I come back to um, something, you know, thinking about as a, as a coach, one of the things that I work with is, you know, how do you give clients space? How do you just enable them to have that space away from the busyness of the day? And I come back to Nancy Klein's book, Time to Think. Because yeah. actually, sometimes you do need just to have that time to think. And often in business and in life, we don't get the time that you gave yourself as a bit of a gift. Yes. Walking I also, yeah, it's also someone asked me this morning, I was on a walk and talk meeting this morning, and um, he was asking me a little bit about the, um, the Camino. And, um, you know, he was asking about this thing about space and solitude, mm. and that a lot of people are actually frightened to give themselves that space and solitude because they think too much, you know. Mm. And I think part of what happens to you when you do these long distance hikes yeah. is you're you get into a state. You'd understand this is a kind yeah. of state. Uh, we call it I don't know, like almost like a meditation where yeah. you know you walk, eat sleep repeat and and eventually you sort of let go of thought okay and he said to me were you thinking about your business when you were walking the Camino and I said no I, I let that go um yeah. and I just um tried to just be you know the mm. word be you know be yeah. be in every day yeah in every moment yeah and that's what 
actually creates this kind of richness that you get from it. This uh, happiness is that you get a kind of feeling of happiness with such a simple day. Wow. It's really powerful. And, and I love that. I think it's worth just reflecting on that, getting that feeling of happiness just for that simple day and in terms of, you know, just a simple day because you're not filling it with other stuff. And the fact that you're just, you know, you'd let go of the thought of your business by being away from it. Um, yes. I, I often say that most people will make more money while sitting on holiday than they will in their own business if because if they give themselves that time. Yes. We don't give ourselves that time and space because we don't allow it. And I love your thing, they you know, walk, eat, sleep, repeat. Yes. Amazing, just in that, that thought. So, so, so thinking about that as a, as a process, one of the things you said to me before is about energy. And, and, you know, listen to this podcast may or may not get some of this as we talk about it. So happy to answer questions on this later on. But one thing you said to me before is that all the paths have energy. Oh, and you yes. talk about when you've come off those paths. So, so I wonder, just, just explain a bit about, about that again, because I think that's quite a powerful piece. Well, I think because these, you know, someone might say to me, why don't you just go walk on the Thames path for a long time? <laughs> the same with Beth. But it kind of does, but it doesn't, doesn't quite do it for me. I don't know. There's something about, um, you know, these ancient pathways, you know, yeah. um, walked by saints and pilgrims for, you know, 10 centuries, I think, these, these pathways wow. have been written walked and it's you know the Camino routes have got kind of world recognition um, as a with kind of historical and spiritual significance and I think they they are they have been a place for physical and spiritual renewal over mm. so many years and if you imagine um, you know there's so many people having this kind of connection with with the spirits with with yeah. the the universe with the the bigger picture yeah. in silence yeah. in nature i think it's a bit like the ley lines it kind of brings mm -hmm. this kind of unusual energy that um as soon as you start maybe it's just me but as soon as mm. i start on the route and i see the first arrow yeah i have this sense of peace <laughs> and um i know that i'm i'm connecting in to something greater than just Jackie Jarvis walking on a on a on a a, a walking route. I think you know? that's amazing, and I love that about connecting into something else. And and one of yeah. your LinkedIn posts I read about you know being thankful for the fact that these routes are all marked, so you can just walk. You you don't even have to worry about the map and compass specifically. You can just walk on them. So actually, some of that extra baggage of thinking where you're going is done for you, which Although I think you, is a powerful piece. You can't get lost though, Phil, because there is a post coming that's all about one day when I did get lost. And I yeah. didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there, there is this thing where the, the Camino is supposed to look after you. And actually, even when things go wrong, I think the Camino always provides. It's almost like all the abundance you could possibly need wow. in the time that you're walking it is available to you. And Definitely. I think a lot of people that have walked it in the past um, would, would probably share that, that view that the Camino does deliver whatever you need. And I'm not sure it's something to do with the trust that you put in it and the yeah. um, the uh, connection you make spiritually. I don't know, but yeah. it I definitely does and provide. I, I can feel another podcast episode coming up, actually, Jackie, around trust and putting your faith in the root and just going with it. So, so we might hold those thoughts to another day if you're if you're willing to come back and uh, and discuss oh. some of that again, because I think there's some yeah. power in that in terms of. You know, following the ancient ley lines, following the the the, the thousand year old well trodden path. Yes, 
but also recognizing that you're letting go of stuff as well. So, so what will be will be, so to speak. And also everybody's got their like in life in general, we are all have our own journey, you know, yeah. there we are all. And I think that's um, a recognized thing when you meet people on the um, Camino, everybody that you're conscious, everybody's having a similar experience. Yeah. So therefore people actually acknowledge each other. Okay. Um, often speaking when you're sitting, having a coffee or, um at at a place that you might stay at yeah. and I, I love that i love that sort of um feeling of being connected but but also being free because yeah. i think um you know whenever i've gone if i've gone on my own um or even if i've met up with a, a colleague i've always walked alone and yeah. Yeah. um always felt like every person that does it needs to be free to have their own experience not to be tied to someone else's agenda which is quite yeah. often what we end up being in our lives in general we're always tied to someone else's energy or someone else's agenda or someone else's yeah. needs whereas here you're completely free i love that and it's um it relates about one of the podcasts i recorded recently with adam woods we talked about the hoffman process that adam and i, adam and I both met on and i think there's a parallel in that and actually as a preview of what to come adam and i are talking again about the next stage of that hoffman journey in a future podcast but i think so that thing about being free yet connected, you're all on the same path, but you're, yeah. you're independent of each other and you're going on a journey and that's whatever journey you need to go on. And it's, it, that is life anyway, but we all get, we all think we own people. We have, we, we expect, have expectations. We make judgments. Whereas on this, yeah. you, you kind of just recognize whoever it is, is another human being <laughs> with a spirit on a journey. And, and you kind of have these fantastic conversations like in the evenings over tapas and wine and, um, and people from all different, different cultures and countries. And, um, and nobody's, everybody's relaxed, you know, they're kind of just there in the moment with whoever is there without I, any I, other I, agendas. And I, I absolutely love that um, uh, I, feeling. Yeah, I love that as a thought in that case, no agenda between you, or you can just walk and talk to people and it just yeah. pick up what's needed. Um, yeah. So look, we're going we're gonna to come to the end of this, this version of this podcast. And so I'd love to invite you back again. And But before we finish this one, um, I, I know, you know you've, written, you've written four books, you've written your quick wins in sales and marketing, you've written sales genius, number one, yeah. you've written my Camino walk, number one. You've written Go Slow to Grow. So there's a there's an author there, which amazing books. And if you haven't had a chance to read them, listeners, go and go and check out those books. You can find them on Amazon and you'll pick them up in the show notes as well. Um, you and I talked about the, the next book that you've got within you. I know. I wonder if there's just a chance just to briefly talk about that. Because I think there's an interesting in terms of the paradigm, bringing this back to a business sense about the power that his walk does for you. It helps you clear the baggage. It helps you clear your mind. But also you get some other benefits from it. So, so are you willing to just talk a bit about um, your next book effectively? When that Yes, I, I love I'm going to talk, help me to talk about it because, you know, when a book is sitting in your head and you haven't actually taken action to write it. Yeah, but, okay. um, I had such a positive response to some of the diary um, uh, sharing that I did on the insights and things that I gained yeah. um, on social media and people were sort of you know getting inspired by them, which is you know you asked me why I took my phone and my uh, keypad is because I actually like sharing that those kind of the thoughts that I'm having and how they can be also inspiring to others yeah so I thought walk um, walking is such a powerful thing and growing rich in terms of happiness as opposed to 
just yeah. in pound notes. Um, yeah. And I wanted to create a book that is a bit like um, a series of walks. So okay. e- each chapter, like quick wins was a quick win, yeah. each chapter, but actually them. 50 quick wins, whereas this could be, um, you know, a series of walks mm. that with a message, um, a bit like some of the um, diary insights. So I would pick a walk with a little description and um, a powerful insight and then an exercise for people to take on their own walks. That's nice. So a sort of um, something that people could dip in and out of or take with them when they go on a trip and open up and read my experience and then take their own exercise or short uh, thought on their walk. So that's that's what I'm planning, and I'm planning to um, put a proposal together for it and see if I can get a publisher like I did with the Quick Wins. Yeah, um, I love that idea. See well, if any... we can get it get it out there. I think that's great. Well, if there's any publishers listening to this podcast, you can contact Jackie and have a conversation about that because I think it's <laughs> an amazing book in there. And having having read a number of Jackie's other books and known Jackie for a good few years now. I think there's there's value to be had in that book, and I think it will work well for a lot of people. And actually, coming out of the back of this pandemic for the last 19 months, I think there's a lot to be said for that in terms of, use the word walk and grow rich, but it's not about wealth of financial pocket. It's about wealth of spirit, and I think that's yes. the key to this, isn't it? Yes. It's, about, it's not just about money. Yeah, wealth of spirit's a lovely way of putting it, actually. Um, and also, you can find you know the most wealthy people uh, financially yeah. aren't always happy. Yeah, and uh, a lot of these messages from my Camino hiking, and also from my work with clients, is that um, you know walking is extremely powerful and mm. um, can actually give you so much if you allow it to. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a that's a great point. So, 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 Jackie, we're coming to the end. I've got one question for you, which is one I often ask, and I think this is this is particularly pertinent to our conversation now and and over the last few years for you. So, you know, if you could go back to the younger Jackie and give younger Jackie one bit of advice from from where you are now, what would that one bit of advice be with what you now know? I would say to that younger Jackie, for God's sake, carry a light rucksack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. (laughs) Buy yourself a very small one and only put what you need in it and be very selective about what is worth carrying because I think the amount of stuff that I've carried over the years, both emotionally, physically, um, spiritually and all sorts, and I've spent most of the years letting go of it now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm older and wiser now, but I wish I'd had some of the wisdom that I have now and then, yeah. and that would have guided some choices when I think back on how much I've overloaded my poor shoulders over the years from yeah. some of the things that I've, uh, and the way I've pushed myself and things, um, and the amount I've carried. I would just say, let go of it all quicker, and then you can probably travel much lighter and be much happier um, on the journey. I love that. If only we could learn that in our younger days. That's a wise, wise words from a from a wise woman. Yes, who's <laughs> <laughs> nearly killed herself with overload. <laughs> oh, I love that, um, Jackie. That's the end of it, end of this call today. But you know, in terms of time wise, we've we've, recall, we've talked lots of different subjects there, and I th- I love this conversation. So um, I, I really thank you for for just sharing some of this journey, and, and there's lots more to share there as well. So yeah, um, if you're if you're willing and time committing. So to have another conversation, I'd love to uh, to get you back on the show to talk about the next stage and just look at some of the other learnings you've got from this, because I'm sure there's more that we can unpack, uh, literally, 
which would help business owners and people in general, because this is not just a business person's conversation. This is about you as a person unpacking and, and repacking and understanding what that smaller rucksack needs to look like um, that, that um, you should have done earlier, but now you've got the, the rest of your life ahead of you to do more with it effectively. Yeah, it's just that I'm now older, so I can't carry one big heavy one anyways. <laughs> I, agree. I, yeah. I, I couldn't carry my 75 litre rucksack I had when I was a 16 year old. I couldn't carry it then. I could definitely couldn't carry it now. So, um. yeah, no, it's been wonderful. Thanks so much for your questions. They were, they're really good questions. I've really enjoyed the conversation. It's been great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being a guest. And um, I look forward to the next show in that case. Thanks, Jackie yeah, Jarvis. Definitely. Thank you. And Phil. if people wanted to contact you and connect with you, where's the best place to find you? I know um, the answers, but what's the, what's the answer? Yeah, my website is um, walkingbusinesscoach.com. Um, the other one is through Natural Networking, um, okay. naturalnetworking.co.uk. And you can find me on LinkedIn, The Walking Business Coach, Jackie Jarvis, The Walking Business Coach. I do Facebook and Instagram as well. And, um, you know, I'm really happy to, to connect with anyone. And also, if anyone's interested in the Camino walking, I'm very happy to answer any questions or, you know, have a chat with anyone personally about uh, that, the experience and the kind of books to buy and, and the things to do to get ready to, to to go and enjoy it. Oh, that's lovely. Well, thank you. I'm sure people will take you up on that. And I'll, um, in the show notes, we'll document all of that. So if you need to refer to the show notes, you can find those and um, pick up more information about Jackie for the future. So Jackie Jarvis, thank you very much. Pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Thanks. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I've enjoyed recording it. This is just one of the great conversations I've had the privilege of being part of since I started recording the Sparks Bakenian podcast. So please go back and listen to some of the others. There's some great content in there, some great contributors. And also, while you're at it, please leave a review of this show with your comments because that helps other people like you find this content. And we want to bring about the change that we really know matters to people. It helps us grow. And also, think about what actions you want to take because there's no point just listening passively. We want you to pick it up and do something with it. So what are the three key things you want to do? I can't hold you accountable. But if you want to, drop me a note, phil at igniumconsult.com. We're always keen to listen to what you have to say and actually introduce guests to us that you think will bring relevance to other people. We wish you well. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Give us a review. Thank you.